the ultimate football autographed investing strategy. That's today's topic. All right, hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Matt Powers of The Power Sports Memorabilia Show. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. If you guys like this video and you like this channel, please feel free to like, subscribe. I definitely always appreciate that. So, football is arguably America's uh, number one sport. Some would argue baseball. Some would now even argue basketball. But there's no doubt football is, is king as of right now. And uh, people are going to watch football and say, hey, this is my favorite sport. And I want to get involved in buying and selling autographs and possibly make a little bit of money, collect some, and have a little bit of fun doing it. And it got me thinking with all these new people coming into the hobby, what would I do if I was just getting started collecting football autographs? And that's what today's video is going to all, uh, all be about here. There's going to be three topics today, okay? It's going to be authentication types of items to buy, and also what everybody wants to know is the players to buy, okay? I'm going to put a timeline here on the video, so if you want to scroll through to each one of those sections, if you're already familiar with authentication you want to know a couple of the other ones, feel free to. I know your time is valuable. I won't take it personally, I promise you. But yeah, feel free to scroll through. You'll see chapters here at the bottom of the video. You can scroll through that way, uh, or just go ahead and scroll to the uh, time that you'll see here on this timeline, all right? So first off, let's start off with authentication. I know I harp on this all the time in all of my videos. I feel like I should just copy and paste these into there so I don't have to keep repeating them, but it's worth noting on every single video, as far as football autographs go, my preferred authentication, and this is in no particular order, would be companies like Fanatics Authentic, a JSA Witness Authentication, PSA DNA Witness, and also Beckett Witness are also solid ones. TriStar is another really good one. Uh, of course, Panini and Upper Deck also uh, do uh, football players as well. But 90% of the uh, football autographs out there are going to have a JSA, Beckett, or PSA Witness, and of course, Fanatics kind of mix in there. So that's kind of the big four of those guys, right? So if you stick to those big four, you're doing pretty darn good for yourself from an authenticity standpoint, okay? Now, types of items to buy. If you've seen any of my football videos, you know that uh, I am huge on specialty helmets. And with football, the full-size helmet is absolutely king. Yes, jerseys sell very, very well. Um, but, you know, helmets are absolutely the way to go when it comes to football stuff here, okay? So first off, you want to make sure that you, when you're buying something that you think it's cool, so that way somebody else might think it's cool and they might actually buy your item. So that's the first thing when you buy something is make sure you take a look at it and be like, you know what, I think this item's pretty cool and I think this is something that somebody else might potentially like, okay? Um, and what I'm going to be recommending below is based off of all of my experience and also my sales data as well, okay? So this is not something I'm just winging it for you here. This is based off of what actually sells uh, in the industry, okay? So... But the full-size helmet, you can go with replica. You can go with the authentic one. That's entirely up to you. Okay, so my rule of thumb is when I'm paying more for the autograph than the actual helmet, I'm going to go ahead and upgrade that helmet to an authentic one, okay? So take, for example, 
Uh, Tom Brady, uh, when he was doing send-ins, he was a $1,000 autograph. Okay, the autograph is more uh, expensive than the actual helmet. So I'm going to go ahead and upgrade that to an authentic one. Pretty much everybody else, I'm going to be getting a replica. But $100 or less autographs, I'm going to get replica helmets on. And then $200 or more ones, I'm typically going to be getting on authentic full-size uh, helmets. Okay? Also, something to keep in mind, too, is... The amp specialty helmets like the Blaze and the Eclipse as well. These ones are going to be iconic because they are kind of, in my opinion, the short print runs when it comes to full-size helmets. They've only been made for a couple years. There aren't that many out there. Collectors really enjoy these items. And I think those, more so than the standard full-size helmet, are ones that are going to be going way up in value. Uh, I've made a video on this with Patrick Mahomes picking up specialty helmets for him. I think those are going to be absolutely king in the future. So definitely, if you can find specialty helmets, I would definitely go that route. They're going to be holding their uh, value very, very well. Jerseys, of course, are popular. Just keep in mind, 90, about 90% 90 of the jerseys you see out there are all these custom jerseys, meaning they are not officially licensed. They have no logos on there, no branding whatsoever. It's just a red jersey, for example. Uh, so when you frame it, you really can't tell the difference. However, if you're wanting something to go up in value over time, I always recommend going with the officially licensed jersey. Nike is the company that makes them right now. Of course, Reebok has made them in the past and also Wilson. So if you can find some older school players, like an old school Reebok Tom Brady is just, oh, officially licensed one is absolutely legit. Very, very hard to find, but way cool. Kind of an early Tom Brady jersey. Very cool item. So, uh, Let's talk about the, the jerseys that are available for uh, football here on the Nike ones. And Nike, of course, makes three different types of officially licensed jerseys. They have the game version, the limited version, and then also the elite version, okay? The game version is about the $100 retail one that's just screen printed numbers on. It's okay for autographs. It's not bad. They pretty much offer them for most players. I would personally start off with the limited version, which is the $150 jersey. It's the sewn on numbers that allows for the best autograph possible. And then for some of the higher-end players like Tom Brady, even Mahomes, every now and then they do offer elite jerseys. Those retail somewhere around 350 bones. So take the same example uh, for the helmet. If you're paying more than $350 for this autograph, or really even $250 or so, I may consider getting them on into an elite jersey, guys like Aaron Rodgers and whatnot, okay? But if your goal is to you know buy something that's going to be going up in value, I would stick to those full-size helmets, the jerseys. Uh, even Super Bowl footballs are pretty good there. Uh, definitely would be sticking with those type of three items there. Uh, types of items to avoid. As far as ones going up in value over time, it's usually obviously the cheaper items. So mini helmets, 8x10 photos. I am a big fan of, of photos that are of a significant event. So if you can get a bigger size, like a 16x20, for example, like uh, there's a great one out there of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning kind of hugging after a Super Bowl. That one dual signed by both of them is something that I see going up in value. So photos can go up in value. You just have to find the right one. Hopefully, if it's an iconic image of some Hall of Famers or an iconic play with Hall of Famers, that's what I would stick to as well, okay? All right, so moment everybody's been waiting for, okay? The players to buy, okay? All right, so let's, let's look at some data real quick here. Now, this is not an apples-to-apples argument here okay it's kind of more of an apples to green apples kind of or argument here so it's not exactly the entire same you'll see what i mean here in a second okay so i'm going to pull some data right now you'll see it up here on the chart on the screen here this chart from market movers okay this is the data that i pull all my uh, car data from 
but it's going to be relevant here to the autograph industry. And I'll tell you why here in a second. Okay, so this is the, the uh, all the football cards here for the last 90 days that have sold, and you can see this is total dollar sales amount. Okay, and if you look at this list here, eight of these top nine players are quarterbacks. That's the theme you're going to see here. Okay. Uh, yes, some autograph cards are picked in here, but this is mainly just your standard cards here. But the autographs in in, in trading card industry, got, they kind of go hand in hand for the most part, okay? So the, we all know the NFL and the NFL, the quarterback is the dominant position. They are the face of the of the league. I guess you could argue right now that Patrick Mahomes is the, fran uh, the face of the league. So the quarterback is obviously super, super important. And from an investing standpoint, this is the way to go. So my recommendation for you, if you're just getting started, yes, there are multiple ways to invest in autographs, but if you're just getting started, I like to keep things really, really simple. My strategy for you is to go ahead and invest in just quarterbacks, okay? Eventually, once you get kind of, you know, a little more experience, you can start investing in other positions. And this is not to say guys like Randy Moss and Jerry Rice and, you know, Chase Claypool aren't going to make you money. They will. But this is just to keep things really simple for that new person there. And I think quarterbacks, you just really cannot go wrong uh, from a position standpoint of investing in just them, okay? So running backs, I tend to kind of stay away from just simply because their shelf life is so short in the NFL. They're in one week, they're out in the next week, and they're always getting traded on teams there, which is like, it seems like the death of what happens if you get like a signed jersey of a player and then they get traded teams, okay, right? It's done. It's not worth anything. Uh, I tend to stay away from defensive players for the most part, and the reason being is uh, they just don't get the same notoriety as the offensive players because they're not scoring touchdowns. Guys like Deion Sanders, for example, who have a little bit of flair, who are still in the media limelight, they do continue to sell, but for the most part, I stay away from defensive guys. Uh, going back to the running backs too, yes, you can make money on guys like you know Barry Sanders and Walter Payton and guys like that. But, you know, again, that's for down the road when we get a little bit more uh, experience in the industry, okay? All right, so quarterbacks, which ones uh, are we going to be investing in? That is the big question. Now, I tend to invest in mainly current quarterbacks, and here's why. If a current quarterback has a, let's say, a $200 autograph right now, and they go and win a Super Bowl, what do you think happens to that $200 autograph? It goes up in value, right? With retired players, they're done playing. Obviously, they're not going to have a chance to win another Super Bowl. They've probably been signing more autographs now that they're not playing. Take, for example, Joe Montana. So their pricing is pretty much cemented uh, you know, in stone right now. Their pricing isn't going to be going up 30% in one year, okay? It just, it just doesn't happen as much as you see it with current players, okay? So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for quarterbacks who have the potential to win another Super Bowl. All right, so which of the current players am I recommending? Okay, number one is a no-brainer. I've talked about him on this show uh, a thousand times. I feel like I feel like we really get to know each other, me and Mr. Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes, it, to me, is still extremely undervalued. I, I don't understand why this guy is not a $1,000 plus helmet and $1,000 plus jersey already. He's kind of in that seven dollars to $900 range now. But again, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. He's the only guy that's playing right now that has a chance, in my opinion, to be better than Brady and be better than Montana. Okay, And those are the two guys that people consider most to be you know the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Okay, uh, You know, Super Bowl MVP... 
And he also uh, it, it has a great team around him, which is paramount when it comes down to investing in quarterbacks. He's got Kelsey. He's got Hill. You know, he's got uh, well, shoot. They just signed Le'Veon Bell right now, so they've got a really good chance to get to continuous Super Bowls, which is a huge, huge thing in the industry. You want to be picking quarterbacks who are on good teams. Hence all those people that bought Sam Darnold. Okay, Daniel Jones. Okay, not paying off right now. Not to say they can't, but. I want you guys to start making money right now. I don't want you guys wasting money on these rookies, so let's start investing in solid guys who are on really good teams right here, okay? Number two, this guy you don't really hear talk too much about in the autograph market. And I don't know if it's because he's way up in the Northwest there, but Russell Wilson is another undervalued guy. They've got a really solid team this year. Uh, they just lost to Arizona last night in an overtime game, so they're 5-1 and one right now. But I think a guy like Russell Wilson, now that he's got DK Metcalf, he's got a chance to possibly get to another one or two Super Bowls. Pete Carroll's a great coach. They've got a great team up there. Plus, with Mahomes in the AFC, they don't have to go through him. Uh, they just got to go through guys like maybe like Aaron Rodgers and whatnot, which could be challenging. Uh, obviously, you're still going to have to go through uh, Kyler Murray as well. So uh, I, I just think he's really undervalued. I mean, they got $4.99 for an Eclipse full-size helmet. Oh, man, wait, they Oh, he signs those with the green paint pen. Oh, it's just a nasty looking helmet. I love it when they do it with those green paint pens on there. But I think he's just undervalued right now. He wins a Super Bowl. That's got a chance to go up 25, 30%. I just, I just think so. So uh, number three, and I'm putting him on this list kind of reluctantly. I really like the guy, but I don't know if he's got a chance to win another Super Bowl. I think he's Got a decent shot, though. Better than a lot of these other players, okay? Aaron Rodgers. And I'm putting him mainly on this list for a couple reasons. Number one, he plays for the Green Bay Packers, which is an iconic franchise. We all know I'm big on buying players that are on iconic franchises, big fan bases, and they tend to go up in value over time as opposed to you know being on a team that's not so great. He's won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP already. They've, they're having a pretty decent year so far, so you know a lot of things could change here, but... He doesn't have to go through Patrick Mahomes, which is another big plus there. Does have to go through Russell Wilson. Uh, but we'll see here. If he wins another Super Bowl, definitely a guy that's going to be going up 20 to 30% easily. Uh, and he doesn't really like to sign all much. He does kind of one signing a year or so. He's, he's a tough IP guy. So uh, do I see him going up you know, tremendous amount of value? No, but I see him going up a lot more than a lot of these other guys. And number four on my list... Tom Brady, it's <laughs> it's really hard to see him going up in value even more. I mean, he's he's the guy that's kind of the trendsetter for new pricing. You know, he just signed that new exclusive deal with Fanatics. So just an FYI with authentication, you're going to start seeing a lot of Tom Brady stuff right now that does not have the TriStar authentication. So if you go back and watch my videos about uh, Tom Brady, I talk about having everything with TriStar. Well, things have changed now. He's no longer with TriStar, so everything's going to have a Fanatics authentic hologram on there at least items that are signed in 2020 uh and beyond for the near future okay um if you <laughs> i don't think this is going to happen i really don't but if you think if he does win a super bowl in tampa bay holy toledo that pricing is going to go way <laughs> way up i mean it's just insane what what might happen to that now they're starting to play pretty well anything can happen in the nfl but listen Tom Brady is, along with Joe Montana, the top two quarterbacks, in my opinion, out there. Is he going to be going down in value at any time? Absolutely not. No, you want to make sure you get him on premium items and whatnot, but he has expensive autographs. So you want to make sure you save up for that. But Tom Brady's not going down in value. He's just not. So he's about as safe as bet as anybody on this list 
It's a big chunk of change, but he's a pretty, pretty safe bet. All right, so what players are on this list that maybe haven't really, you know, cemented their careers yet that I could potentially see going up in value over time? Well, Justin Herbert's going to be on this list here, of course. I really, really like this kid. I like his playing style. Plays in Los Angeles. If they can get a decent team going and get into the playoffs, I can see him going up. It's a little more expensive than I would like right now. His Eclipse full size is 349 It's a little bit expensive for him. You can find, obviously, cheaper items for him on the mini helmets. But, again, I try to stay away from those when it comes to an investment standpoint. Big downside is he's got Mahomes in his division there. So that's going to be a big challenge to him. But I really, I just like the way, you know, if you watch a guy, it's like Mahomes. You know, you watch Mahomes play, and you're like, wow, that guy knows how to play the position. I think Herbert's kind of one of those guys. Also on this list is a, a, a Cincinnati Bengals quarterback. I can't believe I'm saying that. I don't, it's just crazy. But, I again, same thing with Herbert here. I like Joe Burrow. Here's what's going to make Joe Burrow go up in value, okay? And it's really just, it's really just one thing right now. If he gets the Bengals into the playoffs, if he gets them into the playoffs, he is going to be like a, a godsend, you know? So that's the really only short-term thing I see of him going up in value. He's a very expensive autograph. Of course, he's a fanatics guy right now. So they can tend to keep the price kind of high. You're looking at somewhere around 700 bucks or so for an authentic helmet, which I think is really, really priced high. But again, I would just keep an eye on Joe Burrow, see how the Bengals are progressing, and if they can get into the playoffs and have a couple consistent years in the playoffs, they've got a tough division there with Pittsburgh and whatnot, but I can see him going up in value. He's a Heisman Trophy winner too, which is always a big benefit, and he came from a big-time program there in LSU as well. All right, here's some notables that I left off here, and I'll tell you why. I'm not a big fan of the dual-threat quarterbacks. I just think that the chance for injury is just so high, so that's why I've left guys off like Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray could be decent. He's got to go through Wilson, of course. Uh, but I, I just they've got a pretty good team. I'd like to see how he plays for a year before I go out and, and buy something on him as a quote-unquote investment there. But again... Really, anything can happen on this league, and he just beat Russell Wilson last night. So, I don't know. He's just a little too short for me as far as from a stature standpoint. I kind of like the bigger quarterbacks just because they can take a little bit more of pounding and stay in the league longer. But he is a Heisman Trophy winner. Something to keep in mind on. Not one you want to pull the trigger on just yet. Another guy you probably don't want to pull the trigger on just yet. My gosh, I just watched this whole Chiefs-Broncos games. Man, I think Drew Locke could still potentially be a decent quarterback. He's got to stay healthy for a full year to be able to make a full decision on that. Right now, I would stay away from him as much as possible. It just seems like that Broncos franchise right now is just kind of in disarray a little bit. And granted, he hasn't been healthy. But they have picked up some some uh, solid tight ends and wide receivers. So they do have some, some talent there for him. It just depends on whether or not he's there to use that talent. I would probably wait until he has a, a full year under his belt and then kind of make a decision from there. You may have be overpaying a little bit to some extent, but that way you can at least get an idea if he's going to be decent. He's going to have to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year. I just I just don't like that one. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I mean, the Texans suck. I mean, ugh. he's a great player, and if the Texans were playing better, I'd be all over it. I thought they were getting really close to a Super Bowl uh, with their team last year. Uh, but you got to be on a good team to, to invest in them, and Deshaun Watson just right now is not on a good team. Derek Carr, unless the Oakland Raiders – Jeez, Las Vegas Raiders, unless they win a Super Bowl, he ain't going up in value, okay? It's Derek Carr, okay? 
I don't care what Las Vegas Dave says, okay? He's not going up in value unless they win a Super Bowl, all right? Uh, and he's got to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Another big downfall there, okay? So, but here's another little caveat here. If I were to invest in a retired player, I'm going to give you two of them right now, okay? Number one is another uh, Chiefs quarterback, Len Dawson, okay? Bit of a shocker here, I know, but... Doesn't sign much anymore. He's getting up there in age. I think he's 85 right now. Uh, Super Bowl champion and MVP. And with renewed interest in the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes and they won a Super Bowl, you know there's going to be a lot more fans looking for Len Dawson's autograph. So he's getting up there in age. I definitely will be picking up some quality stuff on him. Your only option on him for jerseys is probably going to be those custom jerseys. I can't see anything out there with officially licensed stuff on him. But if you can find a nice throwback helmet with uh, Dawson, with maybe with the Super Bowl MVP inscription, man, I'd be all over that. And Bart Starr. Now he's it's been about a year since he's been uh, since he's been deceased here. But again, plays for an iconic franchise in the Green Bay Packers, uh, Super Bowl champion. Uh, Hall of Famer as well. I just saw a Super Bowl football of his for 900 bucks or so. That's a, I think that's a pretty good price right there. And keep in mind, he was a uh, TriStar exclusive for a long time, so I would be looking up, pick up stuff with a TriStar authentication on Bart Starr. But I don't see him going down in value anytime soon. Neither one of these two guys here. So that's just all two extra guys for you right there. Hope you guys like this video. Comment below. Let me know what you guys think about these picks here. And what do you think about the quarterback investing strategy? I think it's a solid one. I think it's an easy one to make money on. And I think it brings a lot of clarity uh, when you're just getting started off in collecting. But let me know below. And again, give us a visit to the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. So give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. And I will see you guys on the next episode.